This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. An author has helpful advice for young women looking to find their voice as they prepare for high school, college, and the job market. Suggestions include finding a mentor and learning to speak up in difficult discussions. I can create boundaries even as a teenager, and I think that those are just the tools that we all need so that we can show up in the workplaces or in our adult lives so that we can navigate those waters a little more efficiently. Then, home construction and repair prices are soaring. That's reflected in the rising cost of homeowners insurance. If you have a loss on your home, You want to make sure you have the right amount of coverage, and this is particularly important with the fact that we're having these shortages. Those two stories and more are coming your way on this week's show. InfoTrack begins right after this. InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. How can young women, especially those of color, locate a mentor, find their voice in difficult conversations, and create necessary boundaries with others? InfoTrack's Gina Tedesco has the story. Gina? Thanks, Chris. A study by McKinsey and LeanIn.org shows women of color receive less support on the job from managers who are less likely to promote the women's work contributions to others, help them navigate organizational politics, or socialize with these women outside work. Preparing for a life of pursuing what you want is more than getting good grades in school, and our guest today has a roadmap for girls of color looking to find their voice and be positioned for professional achievements. She's Minda Hartz, CEO and best-selling author, who's now out with the book, You Are More Than Magic. Minda, although your practical advice is directed at girls of color, it does seem that much of it would be useful for boys as well, would you say? Yes, Gina. Again, thank you for having me. I think this book is a necessary read for anybody who wants to show up as their most healthiest self now and in the future. And would you say to do that, a good foundation is to know your self-worth, and that has to start in the school years? It absolutely does. I think about the 15-year-old me. What did I need to hear back then? And I needed to know that I had everything that I needed inside of me right then and there, that I had my voice. I just had to decide how I wanted to use it and that I can create boundaries even as a teenager. And I think that those are just the tools that we all need so that we can show up in the workplaces or in our adult lives so that we can navigate those waters a little more efficiently. And describe what you mean when you talk about not letting anyone take your magic away from you. First of all, what is the magic and how do you protect it? Well, the reason why I even titled the book You Are More Than Magic because I think oftentimes you hear these cute sayings like black girl magic and it makes it seem like what we're doing is mythical or magical or, you know, one time only event. And actually all of our talents, our ideas, our worth are here at all times and they're not magical, they're human. And I wanted to remind girls that your magic is your voice. The way that we show up in this world right now, you can take up space and don't let anybody try to shrink you even as a teenager. You don't have to wait to use your voice when you become 21. There are ways and tools that you can say what you mean right now without saying it mean. And talk about strengthening your courage, which is a key component of all this. How does a child affirm herself? It starts with us. We can't dictate you know, our classmates, how they're raised or what tools they have, but we can decide how we see ourselves. 
We can look at ourselves and love ourselves and say, you know what? I love the hair I have. I love the way that I get to say my name. All of these different things that society may not champion or celebrate that we get to celebrate ourselves and part of understanding your worth is also knowing not to let anybody take your worth away or discount your worth and I think that it's so important for young girls to know that they matter right now and everything they need is already inside of them and that they have adults on the outside that are here to help create those guardrails so that they can live their best lives. Some situations are a little more scary than others, if you will. How do you gain the courage? And I think this is something many of us experience. How do you gain the courage to speak up even when you feel that no one else might support your position? I think that's an issue that many of us probably face. And one of the sayings that I use in the book is courage is fear that said its prayers. We're all sometimes nervous to have these difficult conversations, but the more we normalize them, the less difficult they become. And I know oftentimes as a teenager, when I think about way back in the day when I was one, I used to sometimes be fearful to have certain conversations with adults. And the tools that I give inside you are more than magic is thinking about timing, right? If you want to have a difficult conversation with one of your parents or guardians, when they walk through the door after a long day is right now, you think you're going to get the best conversation out of them. Maybe waiting an hour might be better, right? Just reframing things or what is it that you want to get out of this conversation and giving you the language to say, hey, granny, I want to talk to you about something, but I need a really good listener right now. Just giving people language to be able to lean into those conversations, feeling supported is really key because when they get to the workplace, when they're our age, they'll have tools that they've already flexed and muscles that they're used to using. On those tough conversations and negotiations that you're referring to there, you said it before a minute ago, say what you mean without being mean. So give us maybe a good nugget to make sure we're doing that. Oftentimes, we just don't feel like we can use our voice or we're scared because as teenagers, we get mixed messages. Speak up, don't speak up, be seen, not heard, all of those sorts of things. So you don't always know when you're supposed to be saying something, but what can you control in this equation? So for example, I talk about salary negotiation. When I was on my first job at the Dairy Queen as a teenager making blizzards and ice cream cakes, um, <laughs> writing very poorly happy birthday on them to people, I thought, hmm, when I go to get my first job, it said desired salary on the application. And so I put like $8 an hour when I knew minimum wage was much less than that. But what I could control is what I put, knowing my worth. And then from there, I could have the conversations that I need to have. And so my future manager would say, well, you know that minimum wage is X amount of dollars, Minda. And I said, yes, but you asked me what my desired salary was. So this is what I feel like I'm worth. And so being able to engage in those kind of conversations with dignity, equity and respect. It doesn't mean that you have to say, hey, pay me this, I'm worth this, or you know, be confrontational, but also engage in healthy dialogue. And I think that those are just tools that we all need in this life. We're visiting with Minda Hartz, author of You Are More Than Magic, a book to help girls of color find their voices and their unique paths to success. Now, on the subject of building your support group, how does a college student start to build mentors for the life ahead? Yes, mentors are so important. Our success is not a solo sport. It doesn't have to be a solo sport. <laughs> and so one of the things that I encourage people to start doing at a young age is seeking out mentors. So who are those 
professors or teachers that you enjoyed their classroom with? Who could you continue to build relationships with who might serve as a reference later down the line? I had a women's studies professor that I took and I would always keep a relationship with her, not because I thought I might need her later on, but she was somebody that I respected and we had similar core values. And later when I went to grad school, I was able to reach back out and say, professor, could you serve as a mentor and a resource? And I could only do that because I built a relationship with her. And so I want our young girls to think about who are those people in our lives right now that we can build relationships with, go to for advice and continue to follow up throughout the years that you never know how you can help them later or how they might help you too. A good time to talk to your mentor is when you're rejected hearing the word no. What's your advice on that one? Yes. Well, life is full of no's, but there's a yes around the corner. We always have two choices. You can look at it as a failure or you can reframe it. That no doesn't discount who you are and it doesn't have to be tied to your worth. I talk about two situations where I tried out for the basketball team. I tried out for the cheerleading team, both to be met with no's. But the third time I went after something that I want, which was being on the student council, and I ended up getting that yes. And that yes actually made more impact in the school than I would have had being a cheerleader or a basketball player at that time. I actually got to help with student issues and I was the only, you know, person of color in that room to be able to represent other students that look like me. And so our voice matters. Even if someone says no, your voice still matters. The Harvard Business Review reports that women of color represent 18% of the population, and yet they hold only 4% of the positions in their organization's highest levels. Let's say I'm a supervisor listening to this interview. What would you say to me to help girls of color? Well, the reality is that any time that I have been promoted, it was because I had a manager that was invested in my success. I could not promote myself. And so it's really important that our managers don't opt in to equity, but it's mandatory that they're invested in every single person on that team. But you may not know what some of the unique challenges that young girls of color or women of color experience if you don't read about these things. And so I think it's important for us to read books about the experiences of other people so we know how to show up and support them. Minda Hartz, author of You Are More Than Magic. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Gina. For InfoTrack, I'm Gina Tedesco. Next, the story behind rising insurance costs. An expert explains straight ahead. There's more InfoTrack coming up. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. 